The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the brand new Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, so new that you can smell it. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Crap, I just remembered I forgot something on my desk. Uh-oh. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you'll see us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 71st birthday today. Is Meatloaf? Do you? It's 71-year-old Meatloaf I'm, now. I'm working by the dashboard light here. Um, you know what? You're welcome. Meatloaf's uh, Meatloaf could sing, man. He's got. He's got a. He's got some pipes. He's had a nice, nice career. A lot, yeah. a lot of diversity yeah. in that career. Very weird. Uh, two things. How badly do you need the thing on your desk? It's for the interview we have. So I'll text Ish and have him bring it in. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about yep. now. Yep. Now yes. I know what you're talking about. It's not that uh, huge of a deal. Part two. Just an elephant. Part two. Yes. What happened to your hair? Yeah, it all fell out. It's, uh, did you get a, get a new person at the uh, old barber shop today at Great Clips or whatever? Why? It's a little short. You don't like it? It's pretty tight. Well, I mean, Ron Swanson would love it. I I think it's high and tight. Crew cut? It's... it's, it's <laughs> um, this is what I normally get. It's man, it seems uh, a little more square and uh, you know, shorter. Well, do you know normal. what it is? First of all, I think that the person did it a little bit more precise. Secondly, um, uh, it had just been a while. Sure, I had. It's probably been. I usually go to the get a haircut about every four weeks. Mm-hmm. I think I was going on about six weeks, and it was long. Okay. So I think maybe it's just the shock factor. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back and look at other photos, this is, I mean, it's it's a two on the side. That's what I usually get. Okay. I always get this. Sure. This is my go-to haircut. Okay, okay fine. Sorry no, you don't like fine. it. Sorry you don't like your hair, it. Your head just looks more block-like today. <laughs> Blockhead. <laughs> there I am. Today is Thursday, September 27, 2018. 56 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 630, 630. Dave Nelson's OPS in his illustrious Washington Senators and... Texas Rangers career from 1970-1975 and All-Star in 1973. On today's show, guys, we're going an hour. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. We're going to tell you where our crew will be coming up here in a minute. We're going to tell you about Thursday games to watch. few of them, including a very interesting, very small school game that is fascinating. Lehman Saunders wrote about it for TexasFootball.com. We'll get into that. Then, 12-15, the head coach of the 4-0, unbeaten, unblemished, and suddenly very dangerous Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial Patriots coach Cody Simper will join us. Excited to talk to Coach Simper uh, about his Patriots. Then we got the picks, my high school football predictions, and then back half of the show, free money, America's favorite segment, with a special guest picker, Matt Wilson of the Arlington Convention Visitors Bureau. We decided there was something going on in his neighborhood. We decided to bring him in for a minute. Um, let's get to this real quick. This okay. came across the, the, the wire, and by wire I mean Twitter today. Uh, did you see what the... Uh, did you see what the NBA is doing this year? 
Is, are they going to play? They are going to play. They're going to play. A they season? are going to play. Okay. So they they announced like a new like so they have uh, NBA League Pass, which is the equivalent of MLB TV. It's, sure. Uh, uh, NFL Sunday Ticket. You get every game, right? Yeah. But they also have they also have a situation. And they've had this for a few years where you can get the individual game, and I think that's the same way with baseball. Okay. I think you just pay two ninety nine to watch a single game. Okay. Right. Something like that. Here's this. Okay. The NBA this year is going to start selling single games for a dollar ninety nine after the third quarter. Okay. So if you just want to watch the fourth quarter of a game, two bucks. That is fascinating to me because we, the NBA is is very often decided in the fourth quarter, and that's there's there are definitely people who believe that oh you don't have to watch the NBA until the fourth quarter. That. It's kind of leaning in. It's interesting to me. Yeah. I can't decide if I – I don't know. I mean, here's what I'll say about the NBA. They're like, people say this about our league. Let's give it to them. Yeah. Like, it's kind of odd. It's, it's like there's a prevailing wisdom about X about our league, so let's just lean into it. So, this is, so the newest one is this, which is average person, me, mm-hmm. goes, I don't even man, watch I watch the fourth quarter of most of these games. It's fine. I'm not sitting through the first three. Mm-hmm. And they're going, really? Mm-hmm. Might we interest you in the fourth quarter of Lakers Celtics for one ninety nine? I mean, I ain't gonna buy it, no. but it's an interesting idea. It's a very interesting idea, and I I think the NBA is probably the most innovative league. Oh, for sure. At least in America, I'm not super familiar with with leagues around the world, but um, the hilarious part is MLB's technology is like vastly superior to unbelievable, else's, but they're operating in the stone age as far as rights are concerned what is the um oh yeah the fact that games are blocked out yeah. still is amazing yeah. um what is the um what's that called mlb advanced yeah ml it, it's bam bam At, you know advanced uh, base, yeah. advanced media yeah, yeah advanced yeah, yeah. media yeah. um it's unbelievable the stuff yeah. they have the yeah. technology they have yeah. the the they've just now started rolling out like the stat cast stuff oh, yeah. which is unreal yeah but, like, yeah, yeah. you're right. The, the rights thing is ridiculous. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. It is very interesting. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. So the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew is once again getting out there. Going to be at a game Friday night. Plano, East, and Prosper. This was a game we had to pick out before the season. And I've got to tell you, this was a week that I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know where we want to send them, stuff like that. Boy, we have the jackpot with this one. Yeah. Plano East and Prosper, Battle of Unbeatens in that district. Very exciting. Uh, the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew will be out there uh, with our uh, with our sponsors, uh, including Takis, the Army National Guard, um, Texas Army National Guard, Body Armor, In-N-Out, and Main Event. So if you're going to be at the Plano East Prosper game on Friday, make sure you come and say hi to the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew, as well as our sponsors, Body Armor, the Texas Army National Guard, Takis, In-N-Out, and Main Event. Make sure you go and see our friends. Dave Campbell's Texas Football's teamed up with the North Texas Honda dealers to shine a light on influential uh, individuals around uh, the state with a... I've got my read here. Uh, <laughs> let me turn this again, because our sponsor will appreciate clean, yeah. a clean read. There you go. In three, two. <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texas Football's teamed up with the North Texas Honda dealers to shine a light on influential individuals who are helpful in their community and will be out at the South Garland Lakeview Centennial game this Friday, honoring community helper Kevin Thomas. Be sure to look out for the helpful Honda team, and you might get a random act of helpfulness, thanks to our friends at North Texas Honda Dealers. So it is Thursday night, Max. Texas High School football weekend has 
not officially begun, but it's it's looming in just a few hours. And there's once again, uh, our our friend Ryan McDonald has a great piece up at TexasFootball.com previewing the must-see Thursday night affairs uh, tonight. The biggest game in the state, I believe, in your in my opinion, mm-hmm. you're going to be at. That's the rumor. Uh, DeSoto and Mansfield Lake Ridge. Uh, DeSoto's looked fantastic. Shandarian Ward, their quarterback's been excellent. Uh, they got uh, and he spread the ball out really well. He's taking care of the football. Levante Chenault, their their playmaker is pretty good. I have some questions about their defense, and their defense is going to get tested. Uh, Chandler Chandler Rogers, their quarterback, has been great. They got this wide open spread offense. I think Lake Ridge is decidedly back. This is a very very big game here, um, and I, I, I kind of feels like it could be a shootout. Yep. I feel like you could be seeing some points tonight. Uh, is this a, Did we ever figure out is that Newsom? It's in Mansfield, but I can't remember which okay. stadium. I assume um, it's in Newsom. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, that's the best stadium, right? Yeah. Uh, that's a game to watch tonight. So is Fort Bend Elkins and Fort Bend Travis. Uh, 26A uh, play, 20-6A play <laughs> gets going tonight. Um, and this is a big, this is going to kind of shake out the picture. Uh, Elkins has looked very good. Their quarterback, Cameron George, has them on a uh, on an uh, unbeaten run right now, and he's that dual threat type guy. Nobody's held him under 44 points. Travis, uh, the defense is problematic, but I will say that the uh, the offense has some weapons. Uh, Eric Rodriguez, their quarterback, has been shredding opponents. Uh, they got an Oklahoma commit, R.J. Henderson, that I believe caught five touchdown passes last week or something like that. It's ridiculous. Um, so this is certainly worth watching if you're in the Houston area, Fort Bend Elkins and Fort Bend uh, Travis. I'm excited to see Galveston Ball and Richmond Foster. Can Richmond Foster kind of get off the schneid? It's been a rough start for them. Tough schedule, but rough start for them. I'll be at Frisco Reedy in Frisco. I believe myself and Ishmael Johnson will be there. Uh, Going to eat at Cane Rosso beforehand. Once again, please sponsor us, Cane Rosso. Um, but Frisco Reedy and Frisco. I'm excited to see Frisco Reedy. I, I've said before, I think they're a bona fide 5A Division II state title contender. They've looked the part. Um, quarterback Josh, you made a face. Don't worry about it, man. Just let me do my job. I'm sorry, I, but you, you said it when I said that. This is why you, a state title. This is contender. why you're always like, "Hey, man, let's just we can just let Ishmael chill today." And you know what happens when Ishmael's here? You're looking at him and not me. Yeah, I know. You but dingus. get but to work. I said, I said, Reedy shut was up and a, get to work. I said, Reedy was a state title contender, and you made a face because of a thing on my computer. Okay, screen. I'm just making shut sure. up and work. Reedy's a state championship just contender. Talk. I'm excited to see what Josh Foskey looks like. Uh, I think this defense is underrated, but I will say, you know, Frisco. It's easy to forget. They were an 0-10 team last year. It was ugly, but they have really righted the ship. The option is hard to stop. Um, I'm interested in this one. I think Reedy's your favorite, and I'm uh, I, for for that reason alone, I'm excited to see this game. But then I'm also interested to see what happens uh, if, if Frisco can give them a run. So excited to go there, uh, go to the star. So if you're there, come say hi. I'll be the one with the apparently blocky haircut. Yeah. And then, okay, this is the most fascinating game of the week. Okay. So Patton Springs is playing Spring Lake Earth's JV. And you're saying to, to yourself, the hell? Why are we talking about a JV game? Uh, because this game, so this game has kind of been thrown together at the last minute uh, because Loop uh, canceled on Patton Springs. I think Loop is done for the year. I think they don't have enough kids. So they canceled on, um, on, on Patton Springs. So they need a game. So they call Spring Lake Earth. They say, hey, you want to play us? They say, cool. But here's the thing. We've been experimenting with eight-man football. Oh, God. So Spring Lake Earth has played two... Their JV has played two eight-man games. Eight-man's been eliminated since, like, the 70s. Early 70s is when the UIL eliminated eight-man. They made you go six-man or 11-man. So they played eight-man. So they are going to play half six-man and half eight-man football tonight. 
Uh, this game is happening in Crosbyton. So if you're into a kind of weird football and spectacles, this is the game tonight. So check out Patton Springs playing the G- Spring Lake Earth JV if you want to see the revival of eight-man football. It's back. So check that out. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That's our subscription package. You get two magazines, the 2018 Recruiting Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Recruiting, Profile more than 400 prospects around the state. You also, from the class of 2019, which are kids who are about to graduate, all the way down to the class of 2022, which are kids who are just freshmen, just little babies, just little babies. Uh, then you get the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Texas Football. I regret to inform you, you will not receive that magazine until next summer. You won't get it until probably June, but you will get it. And you won't have to run around to Walmart, HEB, Brookshire's looking for it. We'll just mail it directly to you. Last year, uh, subscribers got it a week early. So that's nice. So you can get that. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team. That's up right now. Computer projections of every Texas high school football game. That's up right now, 672 games. Every single one, we project them. You also get a year's worth of Tep and Step, the high school football premium podcast from Matt Step and I, where we nerd out on high school football every week. You get that. That's up right now. You also get uh, recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete and our analyst, uh, Greg Powers. All that. Everything I just listed. Plus much more. Plus Max will say nice things about you. That's not true. He won't. But all that Boy. for the low, low price of nineteen ninety five for an entire year. Nineteen ninety five for an entire year. Makes a great gift as well. Uh, I, I understand that um, Columbus Day is coming. Get a Columbus Day gift. The day, give the gift of Texas Football Insider for this, celebrating a holiday of Columbus, I guess. I don't know. That's a really good sales job. I think so. Max, let's go to the Darian Max Built by Nature hotline and bring in the head coach of the 4-0 Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial Patriots. We are joined by Coach Cody Semper. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well, Greg. How are you? Excellent. How are things in beautiful Corpus Christi, Texas? Well, we are, uh, we're getting through a little bit of rainy patch right now, but other than that, it's all sunshine and football. Fantastic. Well, a lot of sunshine so far this year. Uh, you guys come off of a really fantastic win uh, uh, over Corpus Christi Flower Bluff. You know, the game, obviously, you, you're, not, you're not in the business of looking ahead. We can, we can do that because we're just knuckleheads who talk about it. But that, it sure seemed like you guys are the front runner in that district now. Uh, for, from your perspective and from the perspective of the, of the program, how big was that win last week over Flower Bluff? Well, it was important to us just because it was, you know, we're in district play and every game that we have now counts towards reaching our goals. Uh, you know, we're only two games into this district and we have six more to go. So we try not to put too much emphasis on one game over another. Uh, they're top to bottom. Our district, we feel like are very talented and we feel like any of our teams in our district can win any given night because there's really not a team that across the board is just better than everybody else. So mm-hmm. matchups are going to play a key role in, in how this thing plays out and, we just want to be focused each week. Uh, you guys last week uh, moved to four and zero on the season. A fantastic start uh, for you guys. Um, what do you think? You've we knew you guys were, were looking good going into the year, and we thought that you guys had a chance to be pretty good. And I know you thought that as well. Through those first four games, what have you learned about your team? Uh, we've learned that we've got a group of gritty young men. Uh, we found ourselves 
multiple scores behind in, in, in two of these football games. And our second non-district game was against San Antonio Churchill, and they were up 14-0 against us, and our young men found a way to come back and uh, and take that one. Um, and we found ourselves in the same situation against Flower Bluff this last week. We knew that it, it was going to be an emotional game, and, and we wanted to be able to really weather the storm during the first quarter and get our game plan rolling and – and we didn't do a very good job of that. We found ourselves in a 14-0 hole to, to start that game. And, you know, our guys just kept plugging away, kept battling, kept fighting, and, and most importantly, kept believing in each other and were able to find a way to win. Uh, we're talking with uh, Coach Cody Simper of the Veterans Memorial Eagles here on Texas Football Today. I, I misspoke. I said Patriots earlier. Who's that? Is that Mission Veterans <laughs> Memorial? The, I'm sure you get that all the time. There's a lot of Veterans Memorial. Yeah. You guys are the, yes, we do. There. There are several veterans memorials, so uh, it gets confusing. You guys are the ones who are winning right now, but we're talking with Cody Semper, the head coach of the Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial Eagles here on Texas Football Today. You can involve the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Coach, you have uh, built this program from scratch. Uh, this, this, you, you're, you're the only coach this program has ever known. Um, obviously, you've got sights set ahead, and you're not in, in the business of looking backwards, but, but when you look at how quickly this program has grown, uh, is there a sense of pride in what you guys have built? Well, of course there's a sense of pride. I think that most importantly there's a, there's a giant sense of pride among our players. You know, these guys um, have been here since the beginning and have really look, can look back and, and remember the struggle that, that we went through trying to get this program off the ground. And um, to just for them to know the amount of work that they put in to, to turn it into – to what it is now in such a short amount of time and something that they can take pride in. And, and really the coaches, we're just happy to be along for the ride with those guys. Well, it's been a fantastic start for you guys. And, um, and, and you know, one of the things that, that kind of stands out to me is, you know, for, for years and years, uh, probably basically for for better part of a couple of decades, um, Cal Allen has kind of been the, the flagship program down there in the Corpus Christi area. This is a football-crazy part of the state. Uh, you guys have made this big surge of late in, in your infancy. Um, do you do you think that you guys are or, or challenging for the flagship program of Corpus Christi right now? You know, that's not that's not really for us to say. Mm-hmm. We, we really just want to go out each week and play the games that are on our schedule and play to win. Uh, there are a lot of really good football programs here. Obviously, the, the Cal Allens and the Flower Bluffs have been doing it really well for a long time. Uh, Alex and GP traditionally is also very good. And just to be mentioned with, with those guys and with those programs is an incredible honor because uh, those coaching staffs, to be able to provide the consistency and stability uh, to win over such a long period of time is something that's incredible. So we're nowhere near being able to – to, to do that yet because we are still so young in our program. But the fact that we're able to compete at that level at this time is something we're very proud of. Uh, you guys have – your defense has been outstanding to start the year uh, uh, so far. You know, you, sh- you started off with a shutout of Ed Couch-Elsa. Uh, you know, you hold San Antonio Churchill down. Last week it seems like when your defense needed the big plays against Flower Bluff, you guys came through. How would you characterize your defensive identity uh, there with the Eagles? I think we're experienced, um, especially at the linebacker position and in the secondary. We have a bunch of young guys playing up front that we're excited about for the next couple of years. Uh, we feel pretty strongly about that unit. But we also have a lot of football underneath our belt. You know, this is our third third varsity season, and, and we have a, a number of our starters that have taken most of the snaps during that three-year span. And uh, so to be able to 
go into games and feel comfortable knowing that they know what their assignment is and, and they know how to go out and play the game the way we expect them to uh, goes a long way. And, and we, you know, we're happy with our defensive performances so far. I know offensively, last week we put them in a tough spot to begin the game. We threw an interception that went all the way back inside the 10. Um, but after that, I, I thought that our defense did a great job of containing Flower Bluff's offense and ultimately gave us a chance to come back and win that game. Uh, we're talking with Cody Semper, the head coach of the Corpus Christi Veterans Memorials Eagles here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Coach, um, offensively, you guys are, um, I think, an offense that is greater than the sum of your parts. You guys all work together really well, and, and they're, you know, they're, there's not really a ton of superstars, but one guy who's really impressed us uh, has been David Soto, kind of your do-it-all athlete. Seems like when you guys need the big play, uh, you're turning to him. For folks who are maybe unfamiliar with David Soto, what is it about him that makes him special? Uh, his versatility. I mean, you, you mentioned that being able to move him around and put him in spots to be successful. Uh, as you said, we we don't have anybody that's going to pop out statistically. We don't have anybody that's going to go for a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns because our offense, a key component of it, is ball distribution and spreading it around. Um, but we do know that there are some times where you know he's one of those guys that we need to put the ball in his hand. So if we're at, if we're struggling throwing the ball and, and getting the ball out on the perimeter to our receivers, he's somebody that can slide in the backfield and take the snaps. He began as our starter last year at the quarterback position, so uh, he is comfortable back there being able to do some things. And as are so many of our kids are, are trying to play multiple positions. And, uh, you know, you guys are now on, on your bye week. You, you get a week off after, after your big win over, over Flower Bluff. What are you hoping to, to get done? What are you hoping to accomplish? I know the work doesn't stop just because you guys don't have a game today or tomorrow. Uh, what, from your perspective, are you hoping to accomplish on your bye week? Well, we have a couple of objectives that we're, that we're working on right now. Obviously, like pretty much every other team in the state, we want to take the opportunity to try to heal up where, where we may have some guys that are hurting. Um, we also take the opportunity to work our fundamentals and, and really get back to the basics during our bye week. Since we're not working scheme, we can we can go to that and hit that every day. And it also falls at a time for us where we're at the end of our grading period next week. So we've got young men that are working on a ton of tutoring, getting ready for upcoming tests and finishing up projects so that we can make sure that we're dotting our I's and crossing our T's academically. Uh, the next game on your on your docket, I'm sure you've you you know uh, October 5th, your guys are going to take on Corpus Christi Ray, uh, where you were the head coach before uh, moving over to Veterans Memorial. I know you guys got the win, uh, you know over over them back in two, uh, back last year. Um, you know, obviously this isn't your first time to, to face them, but but what's it like whenever you go go up against uh, your, your former squad? Well, it's it's still a bit sentimental, mostly because of the players. You know, those guys that are seniors are, are kids that we knew when we were there and, and we're trying to prepare to be players for us in the future. And, and Coach Charlton has taken over that program and done a great job with it. Uh, I think Bradley Breckenridge, the quarterback there, uh, is, in my opinion, one of the best quarterbacks across the entire state of Texas and may not be getting enough credit for that. He's by far, I think, the best player in, in our area and just a kid that's a threat every single snap. So preparing for him is a little nerve-wracking because sometimes you can do everything right and he can still make you pay. We're talking with Cody Semper of Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. One more co- one more question for you, Coach. Uh, I know you're, you're a busy man. Uh, you are from Gonzales, yes? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, that, that's interesting because I have in my hand the 1999 edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. <laughs> it's got um, it's got Dennis Francione and Mac Brown on the cover. Let's just pop this thing open uh, to uh, page 281. 
281, uh, the Gonzalez Apaches, Coach uh, Leonard McAngus. That's interesting, Coach. Uh, but I'm, I'm reading here, quarterback Cody Simper, six foot, 184.7. The notes read, the passing game is in good shape behind all district quarterback Simper, and there are plenty of veterans on the offensive line. Coach, my one question for you, can you still get out there and sling it? Absolutely not. <laughs> you you really went back into archives to find that one, and I'm not so sure that I could throw the ball very well then. I know that I was blessed to play with a lot of really good players uh, that I could turn around and hand the ball off to or close my eyes and throw it down the field, and they made some great plays that, that, that helped us win some football games. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate you taking me down memory lane for that one. I, you know, I, I fortunately get to stay around the game of, of high school football, and – it's, it's an honor to coach football in this state. And as a matter of fact, Coach McGangus and I are still in contact because he's the athletic director at Victoria ISD. So mm-hmm. it's nice to be reconnected with him occasionally. That's that's fantastic. It's uh, You know, we don't get to talk to all district quarterbacks all that often, so I have to ask you about it. He's, he's <laughs> Cody Simper. He's the head coach of the 4-0 Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial Eagles. Follow him on Twitter at VM Athletics. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on your big win over Flower Bluff and your hot start. And best of luck next weekend down the road. Thank you, Greg, and thank you for everything you guys do for high school football. Absolutely. There he goes, Cody Semper, the head coach, Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. The Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles. They'll get um, it eventually. It's, uh, it, it's, it's mission, I think Mission Veterans Memorial is the Patriots. Well, yeah, look behind me. God bless it. There it I'm is. I'm a dummy. The Patriots. Why did I say Eagles? Uh, oh, I, I know why I said it. You blockhead. Uh, but then, like, Bra- Brownsville's got a Veterans Memorial. Um... San Antonio now yep. has a Veterans Memorial. Yep. I'm sorry. That's mea culpa. That's my bad. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up here. I'm going to pat my chest. I'm going to hold my hand up. That's my fault. But anyway, great to talk to Coach Simper. That's one of those That's one of those guys that I literally asked you yesterday. I was like, hey, have we ever had Cody Simper on the show? I know we've talked about him, but uh, yeah, I talk couldn't remember if we had him on or not. And, I, and we both remembered uh, Step had interviewed him. Yeah. yeah. But like, we never had him on the show. And yeah. it's like, that's, that's a guy like, if you go like... They were like eleven and two last year. They were right. really good. Yeah. Um, and they're a great story. I don't know. That's one of those things that you just go, wait, how have we not had you on the show? But anyway, <laughs> now we fixed that. Appreciate Coach Cody Simper hopping on with us. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State, you can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is also where you can find my predictions for the Texas High School Football Week 5. Matt Steph's mega preview is up right now as well at TexasFootball.com. But if you just want predictions from a dum-dum, I can provide that. Here are my Week 5 Texas High School Football predictions on Texas Football Today. From 6A to 6-man, there are big Texas high school football games all around the state in Week 5. These are the picks. Welcome into the Picks, your guide to Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. I don't mean to alarm anyone, but we are actually approaching the midway point of the 2018 Texas high school football regular season. Now, don't worry. There's still plenty of football left to play, and it's only going to get better from here. But we are pretty deep into the season. We're starting to get a feel for what teams look like, which teams are rising to the top, and we're going to do that again in week five. Big games all across the Lone Star State. We start in March. 
7.30 p.m. Friday night at Mart ISD Athletic Complex. It's a must-see 2A matchup between the Orfirio Bobcats and the Mart Panthers. What are the keys to this matchup? Well, key number one, the first quarter. This is where it all starts quite literally for Mart. It's their highest scoring quarter and by far their best one. The Panthers like to jump out to an early lead and suffocate their opponent from there. In fact, the only time they haven't scored in the first quarter this year was in their loss to Franklin a couple of weeks ago. So this is a huge key for Mart. Can they start off hot with their running back Tyreek Horn and their quarterback Kyler Martin? Or will Refurio hold it down and stay in the game in the first quarter? Key number two, the flex cat. You gotta pay attention to Refurio every single year to figure out exactly what kind of offense they're going to run. You remember a few years back there with this wide open spread offense throwing it all over the field. Then last year they went to that more I formation running game and now they're running the flex cat formation with their option attack led by their running back Yasidio Mascoro. But this has been a bit of a transition for them. It hasn't been all sunshine and daffodils for this new look offense. In fact, it's kind of scuffed at times. Now look, last week against Hebronville, they were fantastic and it seemed like they got their feet underneath it. But what is the state of the new Refurio offensive scheme? That's a huge key in this one. And key number three, 282 days. That's how long it will have been since Mart and Refurio last played, of course, in the 2A Division I state championship game in which Mart came away with a come-from-behind 34-21 win to win their sixth state championship. Neither of these teams have forgotten that, most especially Refurio, which is not a team that's used to going to state championship games and losing. There is a lot of history between these two teams. Who can control their emotions and come up with the big play? Who am I picking? I'm going with Mart. I think being at home helps. That's a bit of a haul for Refurio to get up to Central Texas. But I also think their running game with Shatidrick Bailey and Tyrecord is really fantastic. And their defensive team speed is pretty impressive. Now, uh, I do think that Refurio's offense is starting to get its legs underneath it. I think last week their big win over Heavenville was just a start. And if they can get a couple of big plays from their receiver, Jake Tinsman, I think this bodes very well for the Bobcats. But for now, I think this game plays out pretty similarly to what we saw at the 2A Division I state championship game last year, I think Mart comes away with a win. Let's go to San Antonio, 11 a.m. Saturday at Ferris Stadium in San Antonio. It's a matchup between the Brownsville Hannah Eagles and the Amarillo Tascosa Rebels. What are the keys to this matchup? Well, key number one, wait, what? What are these two teams doing playing each other? This is part of a 2-6A versus 32-6A matchup here in week five where we've got Bunch of teams from West Texas playing a bunch of teams from the Rio Grande Valley. And there is a lot of travel involved in this. Brownsville Hannah is going more than 250 miles. And Tascosa is traveling more than 400 miles for this game. There are so many different elements to this matchup. Most notably that neither of these teams know each other at all. Who can handle all the things that happen outside of the game once the game starts? Key number two, who rules the ground game? And this is the key in this one for me. Both these teams are ground-based attacks. Yes, they can throw the ball off of play action, but make no mistake, if they are not running the ball, both these teams are playing from behind. But both these teams run the ball really, really well. Hannah is averaging more than six yards per carry with their outstanding running back, Cesar Mancias. And on the other side, Tascosa is averaging almost 6.7 yards per carry behind their running back, King Doru. These teams are going to grind it out. This game's going to be over in about 25 
five minutes, it seems like. But my question is who can come up with those big breakout runs? Who can break off a 15, 20-yard run in a game that's probably going to be won in the trenches? Who can control the ground game? And key number three, turnover margin. In a game like this with two teams that are pretty much entirely unfamiliar with one another, one thing I like to look at here is who wins the turnover battle. And these are two defenses that kind of go about it in different ways. Tascosa tends to give up more yards, but they come up with the big plays. They've got six turnovers in their four games so far. And on the other side, Hannah... They are pretty stymieing up front, but can't come up with that big play. So, in a game that's probably going to be close, in a game that's probably going to be decided by one or two big plays, who can come up with that defensive stop at the key moment? Who am I picking? I'm going with Hannah. There's a number of reasons for this, but first and foremost, this is just a bizarre matchup between two teams from opposite ends of the state. I'm excited for it to happen at all. But for me, I think the difference here is the Hannah defense. Their defense has been really solid all year. I think they're one of the best teams in the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, Tascosa is definitely going to have a chance to win this game, especially if they can hit a couple of plays off of play action whenever they pull the ball from the outstanding running back King Doru. But for now, I think the Eagles are coming away with a win in this very strange cross-regional matchup. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Midlothian ISD Stadium. It is a big-time 4A clash between the Midlothian Heritage Jaguars and the Waco La Vega Pirates. Can La Vega, which scored six second-half touchdowns against Pflugerville last week, keep the offensive momentum going? That's a huge question in this one, considering they're probably going to have to score. Midlothian Heritage and their quarterback, Landon Ledbetter, is hitting on all cylinders right now. For now, I think it's close. Could be a shootout, but I like Heritage. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Tiger Stadium in Goliad. It's a 3A versus 2A clash as the Goliad Tigers take on the Shiner Comanches. Two teams at the top of the Dave Campbell's Texas football rankings in different classifications. This is going to be must-see TV. Goliad's done everything you could possibly want from them so far. Dontavian Clay, their do-it-all athlete, is literally doing it all. On the other side, you know, Shiner's defense gets a ton of attention, and for good reason. Their defense is really good. But remember, they can score when they need to. They hung 63 on Burton just a couple of weeks ago. I think this game is close. It's a big challenge for Goliad, but I do think the Tigers come away with a narrow victory. 6.30 p.m. Friday night at Legacy Stadium in Katy. It is a district showdown between the Katy 7 Lake Spartans and the Katy Tompkins Falcons. And hey, Tompkins off to a 4-0 start. One of the biggest surprises in the Houston area. Their defense has been fantastic, and they are grinding it out with their outstanding running back, R.J. Smith. But I do think that this is their toughest test to date. Seven Lakes is playing some fantastic defense, led by Nathaniel Hawkins. This is a really critical matchup in this district. Excited to see how it shakes out. I do think Tompkins is for real, but I think Seven Lakes comes up with one extra stop. Give me the Spartans. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Tiger Stadium in College Station. It is another big-time district showdown as the A&M Consolidated Tigers take on the Huntsville Hornets. And look, the question here, I think, is very clear. Can the Huntsville offense, led by their terrific quarterback, Matthew Southern, find a way past this A&M Consolidated defense that has given up one touchdown in their three games. That's the whole ball game here. Can the Huntsville offense crack the code? For now, I think being at home helps give me consolidated. And let's go out west, 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Cub Stadium in Brownfield. Shallow Water visits Brownfield. And look, if you haven't paid a whole lot of attention to what Shallow Water is doing, they're averaging 43 points per game, including averaging 30 points in the first quarter. 
That's ridiculous. Their quarterback, Cutter Sparks, has been great. Now, look, I think Brownfield's a different test. They've got a pretty good defense, and they grind it out with their running back, Chili Marin. But for now, I just think that the way that shallow water scoring the ball is so impressive. Give me Cutter Sparks and the Mustangs. But those are far from the only big games in week five of the Texas high school football season. Let's get to the lightning round. Munster beats Valley View. Collinsville beats Seymour in a battle of unbeatens. And San Antonio Warren beats San Antonio Stevens. Orangefield takes down Buna to stay unbeaten. Midland Lee beats San Benito in another one of those crazy cross-regional matchups. And Melissa beats Paris. Magnolia West edges Tom Ball. Longview stays perfect. They beat Rockwall. And Eagle Pass win takes down Laredo United. Port Lavaca Calhoun sneaks by Gregory. Portland Newton soars past Gilmer to stay unbeaten. And give me Stephenville over Georgetown. Lorena beats Fairfield. El Paso Pebble Hills beats El Paso Eastlake. And give me Winters to beat Cristoval. Two big games in Bernie this weekend. I like Medina Valley over Bernie Champion. And Bernie beats Fredericksburg. Cisco keeps rolling with a win over Ballinger. And then our six-man game of the week, I like Garden City over Rankin. And those are the picks. What am I wrong about? Which games did I leave out? Leave comments down below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks for watching. Enjoy week five of the Texas high school football season. We'll see you. There they are, my high school football picks for week five of the Texas high school football season. As always... I will look in the camera, and I will promise you, loyal viewer, I got at least one of those right. At least one. We're so, really proud of you, Greg. Thank you. Thank you very much. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. There's been... Just a surge in energy uh, around the state. You know. People are excited because it's time no. once again for America's favorite segment. It's free money! For your bookie. Free money! For your bookie. My college football picks against the spread. And we have another special guest picker. Oh, thank God. Ladies and gentlemen, an actual football expert. We are joined from the Arlington Convention and Visitors Bureau. We are joined by our good friend Matt Wilson. Hey, hey, Matt, what's going on? Uh, I would pick. It's uh, you went to Eastern New Mexico, right? I played football at Eastern New Mexico. Graduated from Texas Tech. Who do they play this week? Texas Tech. Eastern New Mexico. I don't know. Okay, I'm so sorry. You're not really I'm locked not, into. I, <laughs> locked into. I'm not bleeding game. that green and silver like I okay, need to. That's interesting because it's you know whenever they like on game day they'll have somebody and it'll be like a famous alum and so I wanted to bring up the when we had Sue Bird on. Yes. Didn't we do the UConn game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had UConn on. Yeah, yeah, and uh, when you sandbagged we, me already. Yeah, sorry, I, I, I sort of. Uh, but it's shame okay. On me. Yeah, well, you know, you should expect that. You should expect whenever yeah. you come in here that you're just going to get blindsided. Yeah. you so. should have been a Hall of Fame WNBA point guard. Yeah, if you do that, yeah. then things are easier. I'm twenty. 20- a lot of things I should have been. Yeah, sixty six and four last week. Twenty three and eighteen on the season for free money. Things going very well. Let's see how we do this week. Max, what's up first? Oh boy, one right in Mr. Wilson's kitchen. Mm-hmm. 11 a.m. Saturday, out on the South Plains. Number 12, West Virginia, rolling in against number 25? Mm-hmm. 25, Texas Tech? That's correct. That's correct. Tech, three-and-a-half-point dogs. 
it seems Vegas has not forgotten they can't play defense. Well, I don't know. They played defense last week. 90th and S&P Plus. Yeah, just well, throwing that out there. I'm just saying. They, they, played, they did give up 49 points to Houston. They played some defense last week. Just throwing that out there. So here's the thing about West Virginia. West Virginia is, uh, we were talking about this before the game, before we started. West Virginia is kind of like a better version of Oklahoma State. Um, they've got a better quarterback. Will Greer is really good. Very good. He's very, very good. good. Uh, they are actually really, really good on like first and second down too. Like they don't get themselves into third and long. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's the key for Tech is 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 get pressure on Greer, get them into third and long because they're not very comfortable doing that. Uh, the defense has probably been the surprise for them uh, the entire time that their defense uh, has actually been pretty darn good and especially good at forcing you into third and long. But that's what makes this interesting is that Tech has now got an offense where it feels like they're starting to, to, to move in, in a way that is uh, a positive direction defensively uh, or offensively rather that they can hit those big plays. Um, I feel like West Virginia is going to win. Three and a half is interesting. Basically what you're saying is that on a neutral site they'd be a touchdown better. I think West Virginia is probably a touchdown better than Texas Tech. I'm going to take West Virginia minus three and a half. Texas Tech will win this game. Whoa, outright. Texas Tech will win this game outright. Uh, and here's the reason for it. We're, I, I say, can you I? Can say, yes. Can no, I say yeah, we buy, on this one? Buy, yes, you can be a homer. If you want to okay. be, we got a rice game coming up. If you want to be a rice homer, you can go for it. <laughs> they need some homers. They need some homers. That's, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech wins this game, and here's the reason why. Uh, defense is better mm-hmm. on the South Plains than what it's been in a long time. I think right now West Virginia hasn't been tested. Mm. You, I mean, mm-hmm. if you watch them play Tennessee, I expected a much, much better game out of Tennessee than mm-hmm. what we saw. And I think, I mean, I'm so glad we don't have a Tennessee fan in here right now to tell you all the ills of, of, uh, of their team right now. But uh, their defense is good. Yep. I think our offense is better. I have not been impressed with West with West Virginia's running game yet. Mm-hmm. Their, their passing True. game is great. Where Texas Tech has really made their money this year, I'm playing into the free money thing, okay, uh, is getting off the field on third down, which is something mm-hmm. that has been a, a huge plague for them in the past is getting off the field on third down. And I think they lead the Big 12 right now in uh, third down defense. That sounds right. Okay. Um, I will say that I think you're right. This is probably this is probably West Virginia's toughest test to date. Yeah. Um, but I also think that this may be Tech's biggest test date. So sure. it's a big game. We, we're on different sides. I'm taking West Virginia, minus three and a half. You're taking the smart money, which is the Tech's Tech money line. Very smart. Max, what's next? I'd like Tech a lot more if it was at night and it was weird football. Yeah. yeah. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Get them it's, a little sauced yeah. up. I we're, think they call it kegs and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> on, yeah. On the South Point. I like tortillas you and jack-o'-lanterns. You wouldn't know anything about that. I know that. nothing no, about that. No, no, no. no you were busy at Bible, yeah. Bible study. What's next, Max? We're headed to the house that Jerry built, but Matt Wilson has a sleeper sofa in the basement. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Number 12. Or no, no, no. Excuse me. Nothing, nobody's ranked in this. Correct. Arkansas versus A&M, the rematch of the rematch of the rematch of the rematch of the House of Horrors for Arkansas. Mm-hmm. A&M. 21-point favorites. Here's the only piece of analysis I have on this game. Look, on paper, A&M, good team. Arkansas, bad team. A&M, neutral site, romp. On paper. Here's the only analysis I have for this game. This game is always super weird. Every single year. It is like Iowa, Iowa State. It is apparently like Texas State, South Alabama. It, it It is El Asico of Arlington. It's the Arlington El Asico. It makes no sense. Yeah, and I hope people out there know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> they should. Um, it. I. I think that 
this game, the only, the only, I think A&M wins, but I think that they do it in the way they always do it against Arkansas, which is they rip their heart out the last second. Yeah. I don't think that there's any way that, that uh, A&M covers that. I just, 21 points. It's just like, the, just the history of this game. That's, em, that's an embarrassment. Yeah. Um, now, the way Arkansas has played lately mm-hmm. is an embarrassment of unto itself, but you're right. I mean, th- this team, this game is always, there's so much pride in, on the line. Now, you look at Texas A&M, one of two things is going to happen. A hangover from last week mm-hmm. where they come in, uh, you know, the, a super emotional game against against uh, Alabama, or do they come in with their hair on fire? Yeah. I don't know, but I don't think that uh, they're 21 points. I, that's, I, I, think you're, I think you're spot on. That I think that there's no – I actually don't think – I think Arkansas has actually shown signs of life yep. lately. Um, obviously not the North Texas game, but they, I think last week against Auburn they actually showed a little bit of signs yep. of life. So I think they're – I think that this, this game will be closer. Again, I think A&M wins. They probably win – the smart money is probably on like a 14-point yeah, game. I was going to say 14. But I think that – I think Arkansas covers that 21-point spread. Yep. What's next, Max? Oh, baby. Our first Sadness Bowl of the week. Mm-hmm. Baylor running up the road to number 6 Oklahoma, 2.30 p.m. Saturday. Your Bears are 23.5-point dogs. So that's a lot. And our, I think Oklahoma showed some weakness last week against America's team <laughs> against Army. Go Army, beat Navy. Go Navy, beat Army. Um, look, Baylor's not going to Norman and winning. I want to be very clear about this. They're not. But I don't wonder if they can keep it close. I don't wonder if they can keep it within 20 points. And that's what I'm going to go with. I think Baylor, I think this is a late, I think this is a late cover for Baylor. I think that they, I think they score late. They're down by 27. The game's never in doubt. They've pulled Kyler Murray. Uh, and, and I think Baylor comes away with a 20-point loss instead of a 23-point loss. I'm taking Baylor and the points. I hate to agree with, with Tep on this, yeah. but I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Baylor. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think this will probably be a 20 to 17 point loss. Uh, what we've seen out of Oklahoma is not the defense that we're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. They have, of course, great rush ends, but they're really susceptible to big play. And, and really, right now, Charlie Brewer is, is capable yeah. of finding those finding those open receivers, and that's what Baylor does. They've been doing that for a long time. I think so. We've, we've got a lot of road a lot of road warriors we're going with right now, but. Max? Let's get weirder. Let's get real weird. Let's head to Manhattan, Kansas. Mm-hmm. The Bill Snyder Family oh, there's Stadium. there's trouble up God there. God love them. There's trouble up Number there. Number 18, Texas, at Kansas State, 2.30 p.m. Saturday. The Horns are nine-point favorites like this game has never happened in Manhattan before. So, um, let's for, for those who are maybe uh, less than 17 years old, <laughs> let me tell you Don't about a lot of those the last but. time that Texas went to Manhattan and won. <laughs> okay? It's 2002. It's the last time they went there. They have they it has been an absolute house of horrors for them. It's been the worst stadium in America for them. Uh So here's the thing. I would like to speak directly. Can you put me on camera? Yes. Thank you. Yes. I'd like to speak directly to Tom Herman. <laughs> Coach Herman. Hi. It's Greg. I owe you a text. I'm sorry. Um if you want to prove that things are actually different, I don't care about beating consecutive rank, ranked teams in consecutive weeks. If you go to Manhattan and win, I will believe that things are different in Texas. <laughs> right now, I'm playing... Here's the thing. Kansas State's not good. This, this is no. arguably... They're definitely not good. They're arguably bad. Yeah. 
Texas should win this game by Ron Prince bad. Yes. Texas should win this game by three touchdowns. Did you what did you listen to PAPN this week? No. Kansas State ranked behind Kansas in oh the S P plus index. Oh, Just throwing that out there. I ju- I'm going again. I've been Wait, going before with you make this yes. before you make this. You need to. Uh, I think that the, the loyal viewers out there need to know mm-hmm. report out of Manhattan yesterday mm-hmm. that Bill Snyder was overriding his assistants to say, I want a certain quarterback playing. Oh, my God. Now, when, when Bill Snyder has to assert himself over his assistants. To say, this is my quarterback, not the guy you guys want. Was David Trouble in Paradise, which is Manhattan, Kansas. I think we all agree. Oh, I Paradise. think we all agree. Yeah, yeah, Paradise. Paradise. I think everybody there, yeah, agrees. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, when, when you talk with people who visit America, yeah. they say, I want to go to New York, L.A., Las Vegas, Manhattan, Manhattan Kansas. Kansas. The Little Apple. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. Just based on history, I'm going with Kansas and the Kansas State and the points. Only entirely based on, on, on history. Because Texas, like... They, they, I do. I cannot believe that they can go up there and dominate Kansas State until they do it. Yeah. And I, I probably we're probably walking in here Monday and talking about a ho hum twenty point win by Texas, and that's at what the talent should be. But I'm, I, this is this is the history play for me. I'm going with Kansas State in the points. I hope that my mom's not watching mm-hmm. because of all the things that I've ever done in my life, ever saying that I liked Mac Brown. That I enjoyed in my seven years living in Austin. That I had a great experience with the University of Texas. Have a lot of friends that work in the front office there. Um, my mother almost disowned me for for making that casual remark. Mm-hmm. However, I think you have two teams that have a, a similar offensive identity right now, and that they're going to grind you out. I mean, Texas is is right now. They're just going to have to grind you out. Uh, defensively, I think Texas is so much better. Uh, collectively, uh, they're playing with a lot of energy. What what I saw last week out of the Texas defense impressed me. Not just that they had great athletes; they always have great athletes, but they're playing with a purpose. They're coming up and laying licks on people, which mm-hmm. is something that they just haven't done in recent years. Is have that that really aggressive defense mentality that they're going to lay a lick on you. What's the what's the line on this? Texas nine Minus nine. Give me Texas. Wow. Oh. Okay. Texas. Okay. Right I'm sorry, mom. Max, I think this is. I gotta say, it's a. It's one of those gut feel ones where you go. It's just been too many times. It's just. Oh, not, you think they're due? It, they're just due. It's not going to be close. Like you're just yeah. due for like for like a like. It's always been weird when Kansas State that yeah. Kansas State has dominated Texas. Yeah. Okay, the, I I totally buy that too. It's been a long time. Is I'm, what I'm saying. I'm a Frady cat. I'm I'm totally. Hey, look. Well, who's been Frady Cat about Texas the last yeah, few weeks? Yeah, you. This guy right. telling you guys you're crazy for. And but now, but now here you're feeling it. Okay. I, I just one of those gut feel ones. Yeah. Max know? doesn't do picks, by the way. Oh, okay. but he always like okay. insinuates who he likes. Okay, I'll or like if, I just or if he I thinks like, you're wrong. I just like to tell you you're wrong. Yeah. It's kind of like Herb Street on this thing. Oh, oh, in perfect. many many yeah. ways. Yes, I yeah. like, can't make a pick, but yeah. yeah. Oh, don't let me introduce you to my wife. My wife loves Kirk Herb. Oh, hey. Yeah. Well, all He's right. Mm. Yeah, okay. All right. What's next, Max? Would you like another sadness bowl? Greg? Oh, more than anything in the world, Ron. Two thirty p.m. Saturday. Rice going to Wake Forest, mm. where they are 26-point dogs. And this is televised. Oh, this is on the ACC net- yeah. Regional Network, it's, okay. which it's, is a thing. Ugh. Basically, like if you're in DFW, that always shows up on like KTXA 21. Yeah. It's like where it always yeah, shows like up. 40, 46 46 or something, or something yeah. like that. It shows up on some random channel. Um, I don't think you can actually watch it on like the ESPN app, even though oh. it's an ESPN. It's really weird. But like between that and then the last game on this list is actually maybe the most compelling game of the week is um, is on BN Sports, oh. which is odd as well. Anyway, this game's in Winston Salem. W- Wake Forest is not super good. Um, in fact, last week they uh, 
they kind of laid they they kind of laid an egg against Notre Dame. Now Notre Dame, I think, is pretty good, but you shouldn't have lost by twenty one points or, or you know almost thirty points uh, in that game. Um, the one thing that the reason I'm taking Rice here's why I'm taking Rice in the points is because Wake Forest can't stop the run. They can't stop the run, and Emmanuel Sukba has been really good for for uh, uh, for Rice. I think they're able to grind out drives. I think they lose. But I think they lose by 17. I'm going to go with Rice and the points. Another, I'm taking another road. Oh, yeah, boy. I'm, I'm going Rice and the points, too. There's, yeah, there's no way. 26 is 26 a lot. points is. Like, you're asking. That there's scares my, me. My whole adage in betting. By the way, do not take our bet gambling advice, even though we're doing this show. <laughs> um, my whole adage is you don't ask bad to do good. Yeah. Wake Forest is bad. Yeah. So I'm not asking them to do good. Right. Max, what's next? Uh, they're better than you think, but Rice ain't UTEP, so let's all calm down. Yeah, exactly. There I agree go. with that. Yeah. Uh, I, again, a no-line game that I have no, no idea why we're doing it, and if it's close, Because it's we have good. to be thorough. No, yeah. we don't. Houston Baptist going to the Hilltop, 6 p.m. Saturday. No line against the Ponies, and if it's close, may God have mercy on all our souls. Uh, tell me everything you know about Houston Baptist. Uh, it, it's located in Houston. Got it. Um, Check. It, Number one. It, it really... Uh, the the history of it has something to do with the Baptist line of faith. Mm. True, mm. from mm. what I've two been told. points. Mm. They're the Huskies. Context clues. They're the Huskies. Huskies. Oh. Uh, SMU go. SMU gets right. The only question here is I'm interested to see who starts the game at quarterback. I like how you say get right. Like they didn't win an awesome overtime game last week. I know they did, but I I, I think just think it says a lot. They'll get their second week. Second, well, because they probably shouldn't have, but they did, and I <laughs> I, I, I I appreciate that. I'm saying it good says job. a lot. That's all. Good job, good job, SMU. They're yeah. going to win their second. I'm in not row. saying you shouldn't say it. They 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 win. My only question is who's going to be playing quarterback for them because they have a bit. If there's a quarterback controversy in Texas, it's at SMU. Uh, I think uh, SMU rolls. SMU rolls. Okay. See, that was easy, guys. Oh, we did it. I'm not sure why we ever do no line. Games. Because we have to be thorough. No, we, there's we some, have. To. There's some SMU fans out there, and they want to hear about Houston Baptist folks. There are Max. <sighs> What's next? Would you like another glass of sadness mm-hmm. to go with your sadness bowls? Mm-hmm. Six p.m. Saturday. A pile of sadness. The Alamo Dome. UTEP taking on UTSA. UTSA. 10-point favorites, and they have been very bad this year. UTSA's been terrible this year. Like, they barely beat Texas State, and Texas State is terrible. Um, This is, I mean, look, UTSA, we didn't, like, we thought they could be like a... like a six and six type team, and they have just, nope, uh uh-uh, nah, uh no, they're they're just not. Um, The only question is, can they, like, but UTEP's UTEP's the worst team in the, in, the, in the nation, right? Are we comfortable saying that? Oh, yeah. They're the worst team in the nation. According to S&P Plus, they are. Um, they're the worst team in the nation. They, they haven't really shown. Their one chance to win a game last week was, against, or was last week against New Mexico State. They couldn't do that. Uh, that was at home. This mm-hmm. is on the road. Mm-hmm. The only question is, is UTSA competent enough to cover 10? That's literally the only question. I'm going to say they are. I'm going to say at home, UTSA covers the 10 points. On the off chance anyone from the Alamo Bowl is watching this, I, 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 I worked there for you know almost five years. I have a lot of great friends. You, you don't know electricity until you've walked into the Alamo Dome uh, for a UTSA game. Uh, hey, now nice I will say nice in, plug. in the early in the early going of UTSA was a lot it, of fun. who they open up again or they the, the, like uh, they played Oklahoma like Oklahoma State. State yeah Oklahoma they got State. them there and they had them like on the ropes yeah. in the fourth quarter and like and they they had a pretty good uh, year last yeah. year where they had several teams on the ropes and they're so. jumping like they it's a it's a big environment when it gets jumping I just wonder what it's going to be like against UTEP when you're yeah. oh and, when you're one and yeah. three same school colors yeah same school colors a little confusing a little confusing. Uh, UTSA covers yeah and uh okay 
I'll, I'll try to miss that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, that game, by the way, I, I tweeted it the other day. That game is on television as well. Um, so if you're interested in that game, you can see that game. All these games are on TV, and then the Army-Oklahoma State game was not on yeah. TV last Yeah, try to figure that one yeah. out. Um, so that game, I'm trying to... Oh, there we go. That game you can find on ESPN... Uh, Ocho. Ocho. <laughs> Plus, you have to pay for that one. Ooh. It's premium. What's next, Max? The only game that matters. Darn right. If you believe that Sean Robinson is turnover prone, well, let whoosh, me tell I have a defense for you, sir. Iowa State, the mighty Cyclones. Your Iowa State Cyclones. My <laughs> mighty Cyclones. Cloud three coverage. <laughs> Coming in to Eamon G. Carter Stadium, 6 p.m. Saturday. TCU, 10.5-point favorites. Like, those turnovers aren't coming. So this is the what you were saying earlier about A&M. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing applies yep. to TCU. Is what it happens? The, what's the hangover? You're coming home. You're coming home. You're licking your wounds. They've lost two straight. Maybe Sean Robinson's in his own head. Iowa State is definitely competent enough to make you pay for mistakes. Got a badass defense, baby. Got a defense that flies. They can't score. Eh, we'll see. It, it's tough. That's, tough I don't think score. they're going to score much. That's what holds me back, and that's why I'm taking TCU in the points at home, is that I think on a neutral site, they're probably about seven to eight points better than them right now. But I think that being at home will give them that extra boost. I also think that nobody lights a fire under his team quite like Gary Patterson. I think TCU covers. Yeah. Uh, I look at what Matt Campbell's done at, at Iowa State. Very, very impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long he stays there, I don't know. Probably not very long. They, they have to find a quarterback who's capable of making, making big plays for them. Yeah, uh, A little bit of tentative play from their quarterback right now. He's, he's uh, cost them a couple times with some bad turnovers. They went, TCU, with the, they went with the true freshman last week for a drive just to see yeah, what happened. The kid out of Georgia, I believe. Or the, right? the, the Georgia kid is the one that's struggling right okay, now, and okay. they brought the kid out of Phoenix last okay. week. The kid out of Phoenix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe that's, that was a band yeah. back in the 1990s. Yeah, kid out of Phoenix. Yeah. Kid out of Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, TCU, here's, here's what I'm curious to see. And I know that this probably doesn't have a whole lot to do with, with uh, the overall line on this thing. Is TCU's had two tough losses in a row. Mm-hmm. Do the TCU faithful show up at Amon Carter Stadium? Mm-hmm. Uh, something that I've always been perplexed by was you have a, a team with great sustained success and not a super great following at home. Uh, there are times that they have great, great home crowds, and that stadium is awesome. It's it is. Awesome. It's love that stadium. It's yeah. a great stadium for football, great sight lines, really close to the action. Do the people come out and make that a tough environment for Iowa State to play in? If they do, I think TCU rolls. If this is a dead crowd, yeah. I think Iowa State plays into this. I still take TCU. I think 6 o'clock helps. Yeah. If this is an 11 a.m. kick. 11 a.m. kick would be disastrous. Pretty sparse. But I think 6 o'clock, get those, get those Fort Worth boys a little liquored up and get them yeah. out in that, in yeah. that stadium. Finally, Max. Oh, baby. Let's go to America's Sweetheart. <laughs> On the network that everyone has and will easily find this game. Louisiana Tech thinks they're just going to come on into Denton, 6.30 p.m. Saturday, and steal the show. North Texas, 7.5-point favorites. Should be 47.5. I mean, let's be honest. This is, this is America's team. This is, this is, this is well, this is America's second team. They're wearing the throwbacks. It's throwback yeah, week, baby. I was going to say, yeah. if you have not been mm-hmm. on Twitter, mm-hmm. oh. on the Twitter universe, oh, mm-hmm. man. and have not seen what, what North Texas has done for their throwback uniforms, the Mean Joe Green, Uniforms, it is incredible. So let me tell you about the um, 
the Louisiana Tech pass defense. Because that's essentially what this comes down yeah. to, right? Uh, not great. <laughs> About 85th in the nation in, uh, in, in efficiency. They do not give up big plays, which is probably the thing that's going to help them most. And I will say this. They get after the quarterback. So Mason Fine's got to watch his back. That's the thing that's going to keep him in this game. But you know what? I believe in the mean green. This is probably like their this is probably their toughest test left on the schedule before FAU. Um, they win this game, and they're a, the other thing, you know, something I love about Seth Luttrell, he's a covering machine. Yeah. They cover the 7.5. I think they cover it comfortably. I think they're two touchdowns better. Yeah, North Texas runs away with this, but I, I do want to say what, what Seth Luttrell and his staff have done there is something that a Here lot of people go. have tried. Here we go. And it, and it hadn't worked until now. I know what you're doing. I know you know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I can't say fully what I'm doing, but uh, people up in Denton and the the Mean Green faithful uh-huh. need to really appreciate what oh, Seth Latrell is doing and what he will have done whenever he leaves town. Can you can you do this a, December? Just to hit a reset, can you? Um, Where did you graduate from college? Texas Tech. Oh, it's interesting. Texas Tech. Oh, okay. All right. So that's our free money picks. Um, I've uh, I, I only wrote down which ones I did. Because uh, oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. the one here. Because okay. I'm here next week. Yeah, okay. I have to, I have, oh, I'm not here. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I, that's just, right. I, have to, I have to sit yeah. here over the firing squad yeah. if I don't. I got West Virginia minus three and a half at Tech. I got Arkansas plus 21 versus A&M at beautiful AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Mm. Get a hotel room there. Yeah. Uh, I got Baylor plus 23 and a half out of you. I got Kansas State plus nine at home against Texas. I got Rice plus 26 at Wake Forest. I got SMU over Houston Baptist. I got UTSA plus or minus 10 over UTEP. I got TCU minus 10 and a half over Iowa State. And I got North Texas minus seven and a half at home against Louisiana Tech. And now, to close it out. Mm hmm. We go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Uh, someone in the comments said this is America's first favorite segment, so I just want to throw that out there. Uh, would you like one of the greatest factoids that's ever been dropped on this show before? Max, uh, I was wondering if you could give me one of the greatest factoids that's ever been dropped on the show. I know you love a fun fact, Greg. I do. Tony Blaylock says HBU, Houston Baptist, who we were hmm? you know, answering trivia about earlier, is in Houston and the cor- at the corner of Beechnut and Fondren, used to have an on-campus mini golf course. Whoa! Do I have your interest now? You yes. do. Yeah, yes. you're paying attention. I am. Okay. Go Huskies. Go Huskies. Uh, still going to lose. Still going to lose. Still going to lose. Corey Hoag says he knows lots of kids who skip school to watch this show, and I do not want to follow that up. Eddie Jackson throws out, Tascosa could have played in San Angelo, but just yeah. kidding. They get run out of town. That's pretty funny. I like that. That's like a that's a deep cut right there. Mm-hmm. That is. That's an off season deep cut right there that from is, the yeah. from the realignment. Do you, know, did you hear about this game? Tesco's is playing Brownsville Hannah in yeah. San Antonio. Yeah, it's wild. It is fun. Uh, Texas high school football. Yeah, catch the fever. Yeah. Catch the fever. And make sure you go uh, to the UIL state championship games. I know December, where they're at. December nineteenth through twenty second. Yeah. I forget where are they. Those are at AT and T Stadium in lovely Arlington, Texas. There you go. Scenic Arlington, Texas. Yeah, scenic. Yeah. I played golf in Arlington. A couple weeks ago, and I texted you about it. And you yeah. got mad at me because I was playing at a certain call. Of course, <laughs> you come into Arlington. It, it, Don't say what course. Yeah, it's it, a fine course. Yeah, it just happens but to be very cheap. You have to use your resources. You know, all <laughs> of us in life have to learn to use resources, and you didn't use your resources. I know. I know. This is a, this is a fair. You point. know what I see from right here? Can I? Can I? Can yeah. I make a reference yeah. to this? I see a wheel of questions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I participated on in that. That's true. Back in the summer school. at yeah. coaching school. And uh, was chastised by my mother. A second reference to my mom. Hey, Jalen. Shouts. Um, 
for for referencing what I said in that in that, and she said I should apologize to you. What was the question? You asked me if I had any pregame. Oh, we talked about his underwear. Oh, yeah, the underwear. And yeah, I talked about right. wearing black underwear with skull and cross. You know what? Yeah. You know what? And it's uh, working so far. Mrs. Wilson, I accept your apology. Thank you. She Thank raised you. me better. Sure. Yeah. Jacob John had a quick question, and I'm actually, I think I know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. In terms of years in existence, which school is the quickest to reach a state title game? Spring to Caney, right? Was that the first uh, year of the Caney or two? No. Sing, uh, Beaumont Sing- Westbrook did it in the first year. Beaumont Westbrook did it in the first in year. year one. What's the school out of Houston that did it? Uh, Cypress, like two years ago. Cy Ranch. Cy Ranch. That was um, like that was, they were really young, too. Really young. Lake Ridge was really young. College George Station. Ran- George, George Ranch, Ranch was, yeah, really was really young. young. But I don't. We've had a run of uh, Brock yeah. was really young. Yeah. Brock was really young. Brock might have done Brock it. Brock set themselves Brock up. Brock might have done it in like year two. Yeah. Because they. Because. Um, it had been well, you're, talent. Well, and you're right. They were also. Um, that's like a, such a town of achievers. Yeah. Like it's champions. Really town is. champions. They do so they were used to They do it right out there. Yeah. And by the way, we should mention that Matt Wilson. Is the pride of Leveland. It's Joe true. Lobos. Had a big win over Pampa last week. See, if you ask me about Leveland, I can tell you about Leveland. Okay. But, uh, How do we feel big, about them? Hey, we're coming back. We had two two bad losses, one against Andrews. It's a good Andrews team. Uh, yeah, so they, they play Bushland this week up mm-hmm. in Bushland. Big game. But coming off a win over Pampa, got Chris Gerber, younger brother yeah. of Matt Gerber and uh, Nick, Nick Gerber. Gerber. Yeah. The Gerber family, great people, love them to death. There you go. There you go. We're going to close it up. Yeah. Thanks to Matt Wilson of the Arlington uh, Visitor, Convention Visitors Bureau. What's this? Is it visitarlington.org? It's arlington.org. Arlington.org. Go there and see that and make sure you're going to Arlington for all your fun. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Do you know what to say? I love you. No, you're supposed to ask Vince Young to get his player of the year trophy. Oh. Vince, we, we do have something here if, if you'd like to come pick it up. We'll see you tomorrow for Mailback Friday on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.